We're learning the fourth Sikha of Parshas Pinchas in Chelech Yudches on page 351. The Shir today is being learned to Lenishmas Rab Yosef bin Yamin bin Rab Menashe Kaltman. In Zoyar, of the Heintige Sedre, Vert Gebrachte Maimer. In the Zoyar, in this week's Parsha, you have the following statement, which is actually also brought in the Gemara in Brachis. Anyone that says Tehillel David, which we refer to as Ashrei, the capital in Kufmem Hay in Tehillim starts with Tehillel David, but we begin from Ashrei and then we add another uh, Pasuk of Ashrei that comes from earlier in Tehillim. So if you say this three times a day, Iu bar al So you will merit to be a Ben Oilam to be in the world to come. On Mizmevayer. And it's explained, as Trey Zimni, saying Ashrei every day twice, is Memuchuyev Tzogn Tehillel David. So you're, you're obligated to say Tehillel David twice a day. Why? Begin Mazayna or Parnasseh B'chol This is the way we uh, are asking Hashem for the Zaynas, the sustenance we need, or the Parnasseh that we need for every day. And it's primarily that the Pasuk of Peseach Yedecho Mazbeel Chol Chayratzen that there is in Tehillel David. On the dritte mal, the third time when we say Ashrei is lav begin chayva. It's not an obligation. in connection with the requests that a person is asking Hashem for his mezainus and parnasa. Ella begin shvacha. Rather, it's the psukim and Ashrei which are a praise to Hashem. His mevayed of zayar. So the Rebbe's father explains in his comments to the zayar as follows: As the amirif until David lazimnen. Saying till the David three times a day is Kamaya Gimel Tfilis. It's similar to this that we daven three times a day. But as they state befeidish in Pirish Rashi Lashas, Rashi in the Gemara in Brachis says this clearly, Shalish Pa'amim. We say till the David three times a day, Kanagad Shalish Tfilis, corresponding to the three times we daven, Shachris Mincha and Mairif. On, so the Rebbe's father explains, Kishem Vitzvei Tfilis, Shachris and Mincha, Zen and Choiva. Davening Shachris and Mincha is an obligation. And Tfilas Arves Rishos, Davening Mairev is only voluntary. As there's a discussion about this in the Gemara, there's an argument, and we follow the opinion that Davening Mairev is voluntary. So the same is also regarding saying Tilal David three times a day, as Trezimne Chiyuvi al Barnash. Twice is an obligation, like Shachris and Mincha. On einmal begin shvacha, and then one, the third time is just uh, for the purpose of praising the Eibishter. But this is kemoi v'al derech tefilas arvis rishos. Similar to this, that davening mayriv is only voluntary, so it's sort of an extra davening, an extra praise for Hashem. Similar also with the third time saying till David. The tzemach tzedek in zayne rishimis of tehillim. The tzemach tzedek has his notes that he wrote on tehillim. Brengt and pirish rashi anal. So he quotes what Rashi says as the Gimel Pomim Til Dovid Zenekeneget Shalish Tfilis, three times saying the Til Dovid every day, corresponding to the three times we daven every day. Umfrekt, and he asks the following question. that if this is true, So then the third time saying Til Dovid, Ashrei, should be in Mairiv. Like the other two times that we say it in Shachris and Mincha. Why do we say twice till David in Shachris? Once in Psukid de Zimra and then once after Shmainasra. And one time by Mincha. So on the other hand, there are those that explain the Pshatnavis. 
And they say as follows, As tefillas avis is nit kinzman oifamiras ashrei. That by davening Mairev, it's not the time, it's not the right time to say Ashrei. Vail ein zman tefillah tehillah balayla. Nighttime is not a time to add extra davening, extra tefillahs, extra tehillahs by night. So therefore we don't add the capital of tehillah David at night. Other, similar, others say, Vail ein oimrim kedusha ba'arvis. Just like we don't say kedusha in the Chazar Sashats when we say the kedusha, the Nagdishach, so we don't have that at night. And the Ashrei Shaykh Kedusha. Saying Ashrei is related to Kedusha, and therefore, just like we don't have Kedusha at night, we don't have Ashrei at night either. On the far, So if we can't say it by Maidiv, so the third time we say the Tehillah Ledavid at, uh, at Shachris, after the Shemayn Esra, another time. That's uh, the Pshat that's, that are, there are those that explain regarding the three times of saying Tehillah David every day. That Tzemach Tzedek, Vilobin it onem in dem teretz. That Tzemach Tzedek does not accept this answer. Because either way, it's not understood. Oi, the ganze takana from dem dritte mal till David is bishvil till tevilas arvis. If, like Rashi says, the third time saying till David is corresponding to Maidev, hotnet kenar tzagendas in an ander tefillah in Shachris. So there's no room to say it in another one of the tefillahs of the day, to say it in Shachris. It belongs in Maidev. It's, con- it's, it's connected to Maidev. It's because of the Maidev. So if you're not saying it in Maidev, there's nowhere else it should be said. So if it's not possible to say it in Maidev for whatever reason, so then so then it should only be said twice, once for Shachris and once for Mincha. So the question really still remains, why is it that there is a third time that it should be said in connection to Maidiv, but yet, where do we say it? We say it a second time in Shachris. So therefore the Tzemach Tzedek says, as their Maimed Ashas, when the Gemara says, that when one says Tzil David three times a day, so then he's a Ben Oilem is This is following the opinion in the Gemara that tells us that davening Maidev is an obligation just like Shachris and Minche. And according to that opinion, you say Ashrei in Maidev, just like by Shachris and Minche. Since we follow the opinion of Shulchan Aruch that Maidev is only voluntary, so therefore we do not say Maidiv, Ashrei that is in Maidiv, because if the Maidiv itself is voluntary, so that there's no Ashrei that comes along with it. So there's no, in other words, Tzamech Tzadik is saying, we can't really reconcile these two opinions of Maidiv being a Rishos, and also this, that we have to say Tzadik three times a day. According to this opinion, Tzadik is only twice a day. So the fizek kumtais. So according to the Tzemach Tzedek's pshat, it comes out as follows: As loy t'mandama t'filasarvus rishos v'salacha k'maisa. The opinion that says that might is voluntary and that as we follow that opinion is genuka midas til l'david svei mal tzaver na ben elam It's sufficient to say til l'david twice a day and you'll be a ben elam abba. Um ve'er is denoch maz beral derech achsidis. He explains there later in, in using the explanations according to chsidis as das was amiras tilol david tutoiv betfilas shachris and mincha. Whatever saying tilol david accomplishes when you say it once in shachris and the second time in mincha. Vetoiv getom betfilas arvis lemandama betfilas arvis rishos meyelov. So in Maidiv, it gets accomplished on its own. The person doesn't have to actually say the tilol david in Maidiv. But whatever it, it's supposed to accomplish, it happens on its own. 
Now, the question though remains, Undas, Vosmenzog, Tehillel, David, Kimmel, Pa'amim, Tzveimol, and Shachris, and the fact that our minig, our custom today, is actually to say Tehillel, David, three times a day, and we also say it a second time in Shachris, even though we're following the opinion that Maidav is voluntary, so the third time of Tehillel, David, is something that happens may love, and we don't have to say it, is this Nitzavar and Aben it's not in that only through this do you become a Ben Olam Abba, nor blois, as the Tzamech Tzedek there says, Shalei Ledalek Ho Amiras Ashrei Gimel Pamim. We don't want to skip over saying Ashrei three times a day. And what the Tzamech Tzedek means by this is it will be explained soon that there's still a point of saying Tehillel David the third time, even though it's, it's something that happens on its own, may Elov, and it's, it's seemingly not necessary. This is the Pshat of the Tzamech Tzedek. So now if you look at the, what the Rebbe's father says, and we look at what the Tzamech Tzedek says, they don't seem to go together at all. From Fashtein, the question here is, wie stimmt der Taten? How can we reconcile now the explanation of the Rebbe's father as the dritte Malzog until David is k'moi val derech tfilis arvis rishos? So the Rebbe's father says that the third time saying till David, and the Zoya tells us that that's only for the purpose of praise, is actually similar to the davening of Ma'ariv, which is voluntary. So therefore, according to the Rebbe's father, it comes out. Even according to the opinion that says that davening Ma'ariv is voluntary. So you do need to still say till David three times a day to be a Ben Eilam Abba. There's a difference. The first two times are an obligation, like Shachris and Mincha, which are obligatory. And the third time is just a praise similar to Mairev, which is only a voluntary. But how do we reconcile this with the explanation that the Tzamech Tzedek says, that the opinion that says that davening Mairev is only voluntary is genug to zogen zweimal til the David? That it's sufficient to say it till David only twice. It's a verna ben to be a ben and it's not even necessary at all to say it the third time. So how do we understand this? Now let's go back to the point mentioned before regarding the explanation of the Tzamech Tzedek that really we follow the opinion that might have is voluntary, so we should only be saying it till David twice. So Leuten beer from Tzamech Tzedek, according to the Tzamech Tzedek's explanation, as lahadeye veleche is kefiyah halochas tefillas harvest rishos. The opinion that we follow, that Ma'ariv is only a rishos, is genug tzvei malzog until David, so verna ben elam so it's enough to say till David twice. To be a ben elam abba, favos zogimir tehillel David drei mal b'chol yoyim. So then why is it that we actually say till David three times a day, and we say it twice in Shachris, once in the beginning of davening, towards the beginning, in the Pesukah de Zimna, and the second time after Shemin Esra. Now, on this was the Tzamech Tzedek, schreibt the time, the Tzamech Tzedek gives the reason, as was quoted before, in short, that we don't want to skip over saying Ashrei three times. Other in Oisius Hakabala Vachsidis Vasazog Denach, or the way the Semach Tzedek says this point using the expression of Kabbalah Chsidis, so he says, Tiknu Loima Beshachris Beis Pamim. It was instituted to say, Till David twice in Shachris, Alderech Liyakov Ashapoda Savram, similar to this concept that it says that Yaakov redeems Avraham, and what this means is, Shatiferes Mate Klape Achesed. 
Teferes, what's Teferes? Teferes is a combination of Chesed and Gvura. There are in the Sphiris by the Eibishter, there's Chesed and there's Gvura. And then there's Teferes, which is a combination of Chesed and Gvura. <coughs> However, even though it's a combination, but Chesed is more dominant in the Sphira of Teferes, more even than the Gvura that's there. So therefore, Teferes, which is connected to Mairev, so the Tehil Ladava that would have belonged from Mairev, instead we place it in Shachris, and Shachris is related to Chesed. The three Tefillas of the day, Shachris is Chesed, Mincha is Gvura, and Mairev is Teferes. So the Tehil Ladava of Teferes goes into Shachris because Teferes is related to Chesed. That's the expression of Kabbalah that the, that the Tzemach Tzedek says. But does Gufer Dafav Mabir? But this itself needs additional explanation. What does he mean by this? Why is it that we don't want to skip that third time? If after saying till David twice, you are already meriting the world to come. Whatever it would have to accomplish by saying till David a third time might have, that happens on its own. So just like we said regarding till David that it happens on its own. So then what's lacking that it's necessary to say it a third time? And therefore the Tzamech Tzedek says, don't skip that third time and you say it in Shachris. Okay, so that's the question over here. What's with this? So according to the Tzamech Tzedek's explanation, the third time saying till the David is not really understood. So the point to explain what's going on over here, so to explain what the Rebbe's father is saying, what the Tzamech Tzedek is saying, is as follows. It depends if we're explaining this subject based on what it says in the Gemara, as I mentioned before, this is quoted in the Gemara as well, or as it's quoted in the Zayar. The Tzamech Tzedek, as he quotes there, is explaining this according to the way it's explained in the Gemara. According to the revealed aspect of Teireh, which is in the Gemara, is Lamandama Tfilis Arvis Rishos. Tzamech Tzedek is telling us that an opinion that says that Mairev is only voluntary, hotnit can art amiras till David betfilis Arvis. There's no room for saying till David in Mairev. Or neichnit betfilis Shachris bemokin tfilis Arvis. And not even to say it in the morning twice by Shachris a second time to replace for not saying it by Mairev. That's according to the Gemara. So therefore, it should only be said twice. But the Rebbe's father is explaining what, it's, what it says in the Zoya, according to the deeper aspect of Teire. So over here, the Zoya tells us two points. Is Aleph, number one, even the opinion that says that Davening Mairev is only voluntary, there's still room to say till David a third time. Nor the Amiris begin Shvacha versus Kamayval Derech Rishos. However, the third time is not similar to the other two times, which is for the purpose of requesting Hashem for Mizainis, for sustenance and Parnaseh. But the third time is a praise similar to Mairev, which is a Rishos. Umbei is another point you see from the Zayar, the Amiris from Tilul David, the third time saying Tilul David, which is Alpha Piazi is connected to this harvest. Yes, on one hand, it is corresponding to Mairev, is ir amire bepayol in Tfilis Shachris. But we actually say it in Shachris and not in Mairev. So this is true according to the Zaya, according to Pnimi Yisatayre. So it's true that Tzamach Tzedek is discussing what it says in the Gemara, and the Zayar, and the Rebbe's father, that is, is discussing what it says in the Zayar. 
Now this explains what the Tzamech Tzedek says, why we actually say it three times. So therefore even the Tzamech Tzedek that's discussing this from the way it's explained in the Gemara, but nevertheless he concludes and says, Don't skip saying it three times every day, and the third time you say it in the a second time for the, what you skipped in Mairev. And this is the point that he explains, there's a connection of Maidev to Shachris. Maidev that corresponds to Teferes is related to Shachris, which corresponds to Chesed, because Teferes has in it both Chesed and Gvure, but it, it sort of tilts more towards Chesed, which is Shachris. So when the Tzamech Tzedek says, you should say it a third time, so he's not discussing what the Gemara tells us, that the, the, what they instituted, that it should be said twice, but he's actually telling you that the actual custom follows the way it is according to the Zoyar, the, the deeper aspect of Teireh. That even according to this opinion, Tehillah Ladavid should be said a third time corresponding to Maidiv. So, this is the point of the explanation here. But this needs to be explained. What's Taka the difference? Why is it that according to the Gemara, if you follow the opinion that says that Maidiv is Rishos, is voluntary, so then Tehillah David is completely not necessary to say a third time? According to the Zoya, when you follow Pnimi Yisatayre, so even if Maidev is a Rishos, there's still a point to say it a third time. What's the explanation of this? So what we really first have to understand over here is, the, this point here that the Tzamech Tzedek says, that if it corresponds to Maidev, then if Maidev is voluntary, you don't have to say it at all. This is not really understood, and the Rebbe explains what the problem here is. Again, what did the Tzamech Tzedek say? As that since we follow the opinion that Maidev is only voluntary, so we don't say Ashrei before we daven Maidev. And what the Tzamech Tzedek says is, Whatever it is that it has to accomplish, it's definitely going to be accomplished on its own. You don't have to actually say it. Let's move on. Now, there's a big chiddush in what the Tzamech Tzedek is saying. We understand from its words as follows. This, that we do not say a third time in Ma'irev, according to the opinion, it says that it's only voluntary. Well, why not? Is that the Sarpshad over here is as follows. And here in the parentheses, the Rebbe will bring us a, a different way how we could explain this. And this is actually the way it's explained in the Kolboi, as the Rebbe points to in Order 19. And he says as follows. So perhaps you would think that the reason would be as follows. And, this, and the Samar Tzedek is not following this. We, we would say, It's really pointless to institute, to say Tehillah the third time when you daven Maidev, because You'll institute it to say it a third time, but most people may not end up saying it. Since davening Maidev is only voluntary, and for any other need that uh, stops you from davening Maidev, so very often you don't end up davening Maidev. So if you don't end up davening Maidev, so then instituting to say it a third time, and only if you say it a third time will you be a Ben Eilam is without any Tayelas. There's no, there's no point to this, because people don't necessarily daven Maidev. That's what seemingly the Pshad here would be, 
why, according to the pain that might have is voluntary, we don't say Tilil Dabar a third time. But that's not what the Tzamech Tzedek says, though. No, rather, what does the Tzamech Tzedek say? The Tzamech Tzedek is telling us that it's not necessary at all to say Tilil Dabar a third time. So, Arvis, when you daven Maira, according to this opinion that is voluntary, because, according to this opinion, that might have is only a Rishos, whatever Til David has to bring into the world, whatever it has to accomplish, it will get accomplished on its own. That's what the Tzamech Tzedek says. So not that we really would need a third time, but it's sort of pointless to institute this, because people are not necessarily going to be davening Maidiv, but rather, whatever it is that has to be done is accomplished, so therefore there's no reason to say it the third time. But the question is, is nit fashtandik, but now, what, what, how, how do we explain this? Kishem vimizoktev tefilis arves, aziz rishos. What do we say regarding might of itself? That might of itself is voluntary. Vile, der yichot from tefilis arves, whatever unification, whatever union we accomplish with davening might of, the term yichot is the expression that's used in Kabbalah. Anytime we bring down a new ashpa, a new flow that comes from a higher level to a lower level, so there's a unification that takes place. So whatever yichud takes place through davening ma'idev, vert oiv geton bederech memele, it really happens on its own. Nachtem vidim mispalel machti achones sedem yichud, durch tfile shachres and minche. After you already davened earlier in the day, shachres and minche, so whatever you did, and you're avaded during the day, so you have already set the table, you've prepared for this new union to come about at night in the time of ma'idev, and therefore davening ma'idev is not obligatory. But but yet at the same time, they still did establish that there's a third tefillah of Maidev. And it's at least something which is voluntary. So therefore, what do we see here? Even something which comes me'elav, it comes me'elav. And you don't have to dava Maidev, but yet there is a voluntary option to dava Maidev. So the same should be true regarding saying Tilal David a third time in connection to Maidiv. It should at least be something which is voluntary to say a third time. If you're going to have a Maidiv, you can say Tilal David with it. This actually goes even further. Today, it was established to be an obligation. In other words, even though we're following the opinion that it's only a, vo- a voluntary, but yet, today, we consider Maidev to be a, a obligation and we have to dive a Maidev every night. So the same thing should be with saying Tehillah David in connection with Maidev. Today, that we accept davening Maidev as an obligation, so saying Tehillah David the third time should also be an obligation. So why not? Why is it Samach Tzedek saying that if we, if we say to, that, that Maidev is only a Rishos, voluntary, so that Hillel David does not have to be said at all? Whatever it accomplishes comes Me'elov. Why Me'elov? Why shouldn't it at least be voluntary to say? Oh, additionally, the question there is, Why are we saying that, no, it's impossible, you can't say Hillel David when you daven Maidev? If you're actually going to be davening Maidev, why not say Tehillah David then a third time? If we're not following the reasons that were given before, that the night is not as man tefillah, that Samachseli did not accept those reasons, so if you're actually davening Maidev, so why not just say Tehillah David a third time and not rely on what it happens when it, that, that's saying that it comes down Me'elov on its own? So to explain what the Samachseliq here says, and then this will explain, the point that the Rebbe said before, that there's the Tzemach which is explaining this subject according to the Gemara, Al-Pinigle, 
And then there's the Rebbe's father, which is explaining the same subject according to the Zayar, according to Pnimi Yisataira. When it comes to those levels that are beyond the reach of a person through his Aveda in this world, and therefore they come into the world from the Abishta's initiative on its own, and a person cannot access and bring down these revelations into the world. And it comes into the world after a person makes the necessary preparations. And a person prepares a proper vessel to receive these revelations from above. But then these revelations really come down completely from Hashem and a person is not generating or triggering these revelations from above. That's uh, a, a certain category of revelations. This is in, in the language of uh, Chassid, this is usually known as an Asarusa de la'ela that comes down from, Hashem, uh, uh, from Hashem's initiative without the Asarusa de la'sata from below that triggers it. So generally, this can be divided into two different categories. Aleph, the first is Madregis, There are those levels that are completely out of the reach of whatever a person does in this world. They don't at all relate to any action or anything a person will do to, to bring it down into the world. Where do we find this? This is what we see by Kriyas Yamsov. That the should be quiet. They shouldn't even daven and ask Hashem to save them because there's a revelation that will happen that is beyond their reach altogether. As it's not required to have any davening. Because the war that David will fight against the Mitzrayim that were then chasing the Eden comes from a level, from a place where the Eden do not need to say anything, do not need to draw this down, it comes totally from above. On the contrary, the Fomim is a Adam of Alvul. It's even possible that anything a person will do in, in involving the Mitzis of a person below will only limit and, and, and confuse or disturb this pure revelation that comes from such a pure and high place, totally removed of who the person is. This is one level. Base, but then there's another level that comes from above. Madreges, there are such levels, and Valachis is Shayach Avedis Adam. There is some of a connection to the Aveda of a person in this world. Nor, however, the Aveda is Neet Aninim from Chayva. But here, the Aveda, the, the, the actions of the person, is not something which is an obligation of Lazarus. But it's something which is only optional, it's voluntary. And what's the point there? The Asiyas Adam is Nitsu Oifton, the Amshacha The action the person does does not generate, it does not trigger this revelation from above. Because here is the rule, and this is a very fundamental point. Anytime there is a level of revelation from above that a person can draw down, it's accessible and it's reachable through his Avedah, so then that becomes an obligation. That's what our entire Avedah in this world is, to bring down godliness into this world. So if it's a level that we could access with our Avedah, that's when that Avedah becomes obligatory. Nor rather, over here, this is something which a person cannot generate this revelation. But this revelation into the world, which comes as a gift from Hashem, from above, it should have the proper impact in the world here below. It should have the full, complete impact that it could have in this world. So in other words, the manner in how it comes down into the world, it's a gift. 
that Hashem gives to us. But the way this gift will be accepted and received in this world, and there's an example that uh, the Tzamech Tzedek brings for this, and this is the example that the Tzamech, bring, the Tzamech Tzedek brings for this, mentioning the dew which comes every day, every morning. As Chachamim did not obligate one to mention about the dew that's brought into the world every day in, when you daven Shemayin Esra. Valtal is hecher fun The dew that comes into the world is beyond the reach of anything that the actions of what's done here below. Talay Metzar. Tal is something that's never held up. It comes from Hashem above. Whether the world is deserving, not deserving, whatever season it is in the year, whatever the climate is, Tal always comes down. But vimbala haskir maskir. However, as the Gemara says, if you want to mention the tal, the blessing of the tal that Hashem gives us, you may mention it in Shemayin Esra. And that's our minute today that we mentioned the tal in Shemayin Esra, Mayrida tal in the summer. Kidei shiyehei lebracha. And the point is not that by you mentioning the tal, it's your Aveda, your davening and asking for this tal generates this, this, this tal to come into the world. Rather, the tal comes down, but the way it's going to be accepted in the world, that it should be accepted fully with a as, a, as a blessing, in a way of a blessing, in a positive way, for this, you could mention the tal in to be able to receive it in a way of a blessing. And it's the same thing also going back here to the point regarding those things that are rishos, that you may daven might have and so on. And the far is it's an oifen fun rishos. So therefore this amshacha which is generated totally from above is a gift. So therefore this is something which is only voluntary. Since we're dealing with something which is totally beyond the reach of a person's Aveda, is this an from the Shos? So therefore this is something which is only voluntary. It's not possible to say that a person can force and he can generate and he can trigger this Amshacha to come down into this world the way it's supposed to come down. It's not, it's not in a person's reach. So in other words, we can't obligate the person to, to take this action because this is something that he can't bring down. And also, we can't force it down. We can't reach that level. We can't bring it down from its source above. So this is not an obligation on a person. But it's still voluntary in order to accept it and with its full shlemus in this world. So when you do this Aveda in connection to this Hamshacha, which is coming as a gift, it will add a certain shlemus and the way it's going to be received in this world. The same is true regarding davening Mairev, which is voluntary. The union that takes place through Mairev is, is a level of a union that comes on its own from Hashem's initiative as a gift. But there's still room for a person to daven the Mairev as the Yichod Zalzayin In order that, that this Yichod that comes down through Mairev should be accepted in this world in a way of a blessing or anything similar to this, to add some Shleimus to this Yichod in this world. So therefore there's a point voluntarily to daven Mairev. That's the explanation of why Mairev is on one end not an obligation, but yet it's, it's voluntary. Now, connecting these back to Tehillah Ladovit. So what does the Tzemach Tzedek say? That if Maidiv is voluntary, so then there's no point to say Tehillah Ladovit in connection to Maidiv at all. And we're not going to compare Tehillah Ladovit to Maidiv and say that just like Maidiv is voluntary, so saying Tehillah Ladovit should also be voluntary. So there's a difference here, and that's what the Rebbe now explains. So why we say that only Maidiv is a Rishos? 
and davening ma'ariv will affect the manner and how this hamshacha comes down in the world, but we can't say that regarding saying to Hillel David this third time in connection to ma'ariv. So saying this till David this third time, which Tzamech Tzedek says, it comes me'elov, it creates Amshacha, it comes on its own. So Tzamech Tzedek explains, what is this? As das is me'oyred in madrege fvanen, as is maschil sheirish is oyrus yichudzun. This is bringing the Amshacha from its source, from the ultimate source of where it begins the inspiration for this unification that takes place between Zah and, and, and Nukve, which is Zah and Malchus. In other words, saying Tilal David is really going back to the source of any union that takes place. The union that takes place above in the Sviris is usually referred to as the union of Zah and Malchus, which is uh, the, the Yichud of Kutshebirichu Shchente, which we also say every morning. Zah are the Eivishtes Midis, Malchus is the expression where Hashem communicates, and Malchus is related to speech or communication that comes out into the world, and the union between the Middais and the Malchus is bringing that intensity that exists in the emotions, by the Ebishter, that intense revelation that there is in the level of Zah, that it should be drawn out and connected to the words of the Asadam Amaris, that the Ebishter creates the world, and that creates a greater flow into the world. But what's saying Tilal David? Tilal David is reaching into the source that's above Zah and above Malchus that is the cause for this union. In order for a union of two levels to take place, two levels that are very far apart from each other, what brings them together? What creates this opening and this flow from a higher level into the lower level, even though usually they're separated from one another, they're a world apart? That's when there's a higher level, there's a shadish, a higher level, a pnimius, a deeper level that's revealed, and that creates this unification. So over here as well, the unification of Zah and Malchus is by reaching into a shadish, into a deeper place that brings it about. That's what Tilal David over here is. So therefore it's understood as follows. As the Amira hotnet kenart with Philosophus, that there's no point to even voluntarily say this at a time when you dive in Why? The fact that we do daven that might have, at least as 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 it is This is not because by davening might have we're able to generate the actual amshacha itself. The amshacha of might have comes as a matana, as a gift from above. Rather, davening might have voluntarily is just to bring it down in a certain way. It should come down as a broche, it should come down with a certain shleimus. The effect, the effect that this hamshacha, that this gift will have here in this world. But the davening mairev is not that we, by saying this tefillah of mairev, generate or trigger this hamshacha itself. It's, it's beyond the reach of a person. Can I meet us till David? So if so, when it comes to saying till David, So over here, the third time saying till David, this is reaching and, and, and creating a revelation, revealing the source in order to create this unification. Here, the third time of till David is in order to reveal this higher source to create the union in them is Nechayach Aved Sadam Kanal. Over here, the Aved of a person, of saying till David to create this union, there's no place for this because the Aved of a person does not reach there. It comes purely as a gift from above. So therefore, over here, 
the Tehillah the, the, the David, which is to create this union, to create Damshacha from above, there's no place for the person to say this. Okay, so now this is all the explanation of what the Tzamech Tzedek says based on what it said in the Gemara that if, if davening might have is a Rishos, so then saying Tehillah David is not even voluntary at all. It's, it's a level where a person can't reach at all. And I will understand why the Rebbe's father says that according to the Zoyar, you still can say Tehillah David in connection to Maidiv. Everything we explained here until here is all according to the revealed aspect of Teireh. Was the land in Galia the Kuchibirichu? The revealed aspect of Teireh is revealed because it's that level of Teireh which has the revealed aspect of the Ebishter in it. Chitzainis Kaviyachal HaKeser, a more external level of godliness which is related to the external level of Keser. So therefore over here in this section of Teireh is Nitzayach Kenasiyah Mitzada Adam in Oyftandem Yichud. There is no action that the person here below can do in order to create this union of Zah and Malchus, which is again created how? By revealing a certain Pneumius, a certain deeper level above that brings about this unification. In the revealed aspect of Teda, a person with his Aveda below cannot access that level of Pneumius that's so deep and far beyond his reach to create this union. How do you create a union when you draw from a Pneumius, from a deeper level of Keser? The regular flow that there is from one level to the next. There's always a flow. There's always a certain Amshacha that comes from Chachmet to Bina to Das. There's always the flow that comes from Meichen then to Middais. And then from the Middais of the Ebishter into Malchus, which is the Asadam Amaris, where the Ebishter communicates to the world. There's always a flow from one level to the next. But that's not a Yichud though. That there, there's a flow when it, when it transitions from one level to another, there is a tremendous symptom. Whatever existed in the higher level does not come down and open up fully to the lower level. What, what exists in the level of intellect and then comes down in emotions, it changes completely. What, what exists in emotions and then comes out into words, the words don't carry the same intensity that there is internally in emotions. That, that's true by a human being. And the same thing that's also by the Eibishter. What, what exists in Meichen when it comes down to Midas, then it comes down into Malchus. There's a flow, but it is not an opening of what exists above to come down below. What's Yichud? Yichud means there's a unification. The union accomplishes that the same intensity that there is in a higher level is completely opened up into the lower level. And that's an a added, a, a added level of godliness that gets revealed into the world. How do you create that union? Only by revealing a pneumius. When there's a amshacha that comes down externally, so then it gets minimized and it gets very changed when it comes into a lower level. But when you reveal the pneumius, the deeper purpose and essence of what everything is, here they all get unified as one. So in order to draw down, or to create rather, this union is through accessing the Pneumius of Kesa, the deepest levels. And that's something that's beyond the reach of a person. So therefore, Tehillah David in connection to Maidav, which is creating this union, is, is not something which is even voluntary for a person to say. However, if you look at this from the perspective of the deeper aspects of Teire, was the Langt and Sassan the Kuchibirichu. Pnimius HaTeire is connected to the concealed levels of Hashem, Pnimius HaKesa, connected to the Pnimius of Kesa. Is Da San Inyu von Aveide, Euch in Euftan, sorry, is Da an Inyu von Aveide, Euch in Euftan dem Yichud. From this perspective, there is some kind of Aveide that the person can do in relation to the Sichud to create this, this union. 
However, nor the avoda in the madregis is nitan anayfim from chayva nor b'derech rishos. The fact that a person's avoda here has a connection to this pnimius to create this union is not an obligation, but it's only voluntary. An explanation is as follows, based on what we said before: Zayin degan art, because this is a level vo'avoda sotim degrechnet. The avoda of a person who he is in this world with his entity and his limitations cannot reach there. It's impossible that a person's Aveda should accomplish anything there, should generate a new Amshache on that level. Is the Aveda Nita So therefore, over here, the Aveda of a person in this world is not an obligation. Which means that the person is obligated or the person can force and he can reach and draw and, and, and generate this Amshache. He's creating this, he's accomplishing this with his Aveda. Rather, this is the action of the person that gives him a relation to this Amshacha that he's accomplishing. So this is a different type of connection that a person's Aveda has. There's the connection that a person has with his Aveda, his limited being, who he is, and his Aveda here with these limitations that he has has the power to reach certain limited levels of godliness and to draw down, to bring to, to his Aveda, the value and the Aveda that he does, reaches certain levels and draws down that level of Amshacha. That's the concept of Asrusad Lasata, Asrusad Laila, where the Aveda of a person has a certain Kayach. But then over here, what we're talking about is that there's a deeper Kayach in Ayid, where the Eivishter says that Ayid has a Kayach, that he has a connection not only to those levels above, that are related to his limited being, but he, being a Yid and a Nisham of a Yid and here in this world, has a relation and a connection even to those levels that are unlimited, that are beyond, that are not connected to his limited being who he is. And the Abisha desires that a Yid should draw down even those levels. So even though, yes, it's true that you can't say that it's the limited person that he below with his Kayach has that Kayach to draw it down, it's the Kayach of the Eivishter, really. It's the desire of the Eivishter that a Yid should be able to draw this down that gives him this relation to even those levels of Pnimius that's beyond the limited Kayach of a person. So in, in, in Nikola de Teire, it's speaking about the person and his limited Kayachs that he has and what that's able to reach. Pnimius at Teire discusses from a deeper angle, from a deeper perspective, the Ratzon of the Eibishter coming from a place of Pnimius. What the Eibishter's deeper desire is that a Yid should have a connection even to the deepest Amshachas that comes from above. Even there, a Yid could draw this down and has a relation to this as well. On the far, and therefore, is Mitzat Pnimius Atayra. From the perspective of Pnimius Atayra, Faran, the meaning from Amiris Tilul Adavet Eichbet Tfilis Arvis. So you have the saying of Tilul Adavet even when you daven Maidiv. As a, as, a, as a voluntary, uh, it, it is voluntary, to, it's a Dava Maidiv. And there's a concept of saying Tilul David as a praise. Nor the Amiris blows begin Shvacha. But here, this Tilul David is not at the other two times of Tilul David, which we say, which is for the Mizayinus of a person, the Parnas of a person, that is an obligation which a person draws, a level that he can reach. But here, this is something else, this is a praise. It's similar to Maidiv, which is only voluntary. 
that tafkit from that amira here, the third time we say till the David is nitzu shafin machriach zayna hamshacha from bezaynis v'cholu. This is not saying till the David where this is a level that the person can reach through his aveda to draw down the sustenance that he needs for his life, for his mitzvahs in this world. Now says a hilul shvach for the mevishin. Rather, we're praising the Eibishter on a much higher level and therefore connecting a Yid as a Kayach to connect to a level of Pnimius, to a level of godliness which is really beyond the Mitzvahs and the reach of the person. This is a special power that the Eibishter gives every single Yid to be able to connect even to those levels that are beyond his limitations. Now another point here is, we don't actually say this to Hillel David during Maidiv. Now in order to emphasize, as Dia Maidiv and Hillel David is blaze and in that the third time we say Hillel David is only voluntary, Unlike the Tehillah David that we say by Shachris Mincha, which is an obligation, that Tehillah David that you say then is something that a person can reach and it's to provide the Parnasa that he needs. So it was instituted to say this not during Shachris itself, again, not during Maidav itself, that is, but rather the next morning in Shachris. So, but when we say it the next morning in Shachris, that's really saying it in connection to the Maidav of the night before. And here the Rebbe says, we say twice, once before Shmai Nasra in the Psukid de Zimra and once after Shmai Nasra. So it's when we say it in Psukid de Zimra, that is the Tehillah David, which was related to the might of the night before. Where do we say the Tehillah David, which is really related to the might of the night before? We say it in the Psukid de Zimra, and those Psukid where we're praising the Abish of Askom, Fat the Even before we dive in the Shmai Nasra of that morning. So how can we say this Tehillah David, which is the connection that a Yid has to such a high level, to an unlimited place, and a Yid is saying this Tehillah David, this Shvach, praising the Ebeshev, with what power does a Yid say this in the morning, even before he Davin Shmai Nesra? The Yishleima, so we can say, as the Koyach of Tzekana Mahalazayin the Ebeshev, with Tehillah Zvetishbach, the power that the Yid has, to praise the Eibishter with these praises that he says in Ashrei and Tehillah David, Noch Eidem is mispalot for the Shmei Nesr b'shachris, even before you daven the Shmei Nesr in the morning. Netman from the Miyichot from Tfilis Arvash of Neza. This is really following the might of the davening, the Shmei Nesr that you daven the night before, which is the Yichot that there is the night before, and the might of that you daven, which, which brings the Shleimus of that Yichot the night before. And then in connection to this, and in following and using that power of the night before, we say Ashrei the next day. So really the Ashrei of the morning is related to the way you daven Mayrev, or the Yichot that there is the night before. This is a big Chiddush that Rabbi is saying here, as it's pointed out in the footnotes, that in other places it's Mashma, that the Mayrev that we say after Shmei Nesra, is the might have related to the night before, but here the Rebbe is telling us, no, it's actually the, the Tehillah Lodava that we say in Sukkot de Zimra is following the Yichod of the night before. Now the Rebbe explains another thing that it says regarding the Tehillah Lodavids that we have to say every day based on this. The Midbet Noich Vashtein, with this we could also understand, was the Shtetan Zoyadart, the Zoyad that tells us, as Parnose Loichozi Lemishal, that it's not appropriate for a person to ask Hashem for what he needs in his sustenance. Only after he davened Shmei Nesra, uparnasa demare. When you, so to speak, provide Hashem with his parnasa by davening to Hashem. And therefore we say to Hillel David again after, shachre, after you davened Shmei Nesra in Shachris. Now, on das, was by Tfilis Minche, Zakmen, as Kaidim Slaisa. 
So then why is it that by Mincha we do say to Hillel David only once and we say it before davening the Shemayin Esra? Why wouldn't we say it after? As Isaiah says that you should saying that Hillel David is the, mainly the Pasuk of Pesach HaSidecha asking Hashem for your Parnasa that should come after you daven Shemayin Esra. So why do we say it before? Is this while Nacht Slaysa the Mincha is Azman from Dina Kashia? After you daven Mincha, you're coming later in the afternoon, it's coming towards the evening, the night time, that's a time of harsh judgment. And therefore it's not a time to ask Hashem for Parnasa, you may be judged then. And it's the same thing also, it says there regarding uh, Maidav as well, that's uh, the point, one of the points that we brought before, we don't say extra tefillis by Maidav as well. Okay, so that's the explanation that it says in the Zayar. But the question of this is, L'chayr isn't it move on, but this question still remains, Hey, Nemes has mechanet beten of mezaynis noch mincha, True, so we can't say Tehil David, we can't ask for Mizainis, for sustenance. After the Shreinasar of Mincha, it's a time where there's a judgment. But how could we say Tehil David even before we daven Shreinasar? Before we provide Hashem, as the Zayar says, his sustenance by davening Shreinasar to him. But based on what we said before regarding the way it works with the Tehillah David of Mairev that it said before Shmai Nasr in Shachris the next day, so we could say here similar. As thus is the far, was Motshem is given, Tfilah Shachris. Since we already have Shmai Nasr of Shachris, so Bleib Tarashim from Tfilah Shachris, there's still a certain mark, there's still a certain impression that's here from. What you did when you daven shachris and you provided Hashem with that parnasa, so to speak. So therefore, we could say the ashre before we daven the shemayin esra of mincha. So that's the point over here that we have here the explanation of the Rebbe, the difference between the tzemach tzedek's pshat and the Rebbe's father's pshat. The tzemach tzedek is explaining things al pinigla, and therefore you cannot say tilo david and mitiv to reach to this level of Pnimius, a Yid, looking at a Yid, a Pinigla, with his limitations in this world, he can't reach this level. So there's no point in saying Tzil Adavad a third time. But the Rebbe's father is explaining according to the Zoyar that you could reach, a Yid does have a connection. And the Ebishter wants and gives you the Kayach to have a connection even to the deepest levels, to the Pnimius of the Ebishter. And therefore we say Tzil Adavad a third time, but we say it not together with Maidav itself, but we say it the next morning Shachris, following Maidav. And that Indian is the Tzemach Tzedek Meramas Bekitze. This point that the Rebbe's father spells out, the Tzemach Tzedek already hints to this concisely. With Nishraibim, when he writes, as we quoted before, Tiknu Loima B'Shachris Beis Pa'omim, it was instituted to say in Tiladavit twice in Shachris, Al Derech Liyakev Ashapodas Avrom, Shateferes Mataklape Chesed. So you say the Tilo David that's connected to Maidiv, which Maidiv is Teferes. So you say it in Shachris, which is Chesed, because Teferes is related to Chesed. But the Tzemach Tzedek quotes the Pasik where it says, Yaakov Ashapodas Avram. Yaakov is the Tfilah of Maidiv, which means, was the Mit is Emiramis, the Shachris, when Amir is Tilo David, Bishachris, to Tfilah Sarvis. What he's telling you is that when you're davening Shachris, and Shachris is corresponding to Avram, Avram is the one that instituted Shachris. But in your davening of Shachris, you start off with sort of taking the Koyach of Yaakov. That Yaakov, which is Maidiv, you begin with the Psukah de Zimra. And the main thing why we say the Psukah de Zimra is all for the Tehillah of David. The Asher that we say in it, that's what it says. So therefore, our whole entire Tefillah of Shachris takes the Koyach of Yaakov. And the Shachris, when I meet the Tehillah of David, Shachris, to Tefillah Sarvis. That's what the Tzemach uh, Tzedek is hinting over here too. Which is the point that the Rebbe's father says, that you could say Tehillah of David, at least as, as a Shvach, 
in relation to the Maidav as well. A Yid does have a Shaykhist to that level of Amshacha as well. But we say it in Shaykhist the next morning.